When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? I actually had to look up the definition of faith in the catechism. It says it's a, this is like the best way to start off a homily is with a definition from the catechism, I know. But it says it's the complete submission of our intellect and our will to God so that our whole being is an assent to God's revelation. What immediately came to my mind when I saw it, when I read that, the Blessed Virgin Mary. She received the revelation from the angel, God to be born in her very womb. And what was her response? Let it be done to me according to your word. It's it's the most perfect act of faith. That's Mary's whole being. Just let it be done to me. So faith essentially is everything that the church teaches, everything that Jesus Christ preached about in the Gospels, I ascend to, I believe, because that's what he said. And I was surprised when I was looking up this saying of Christ, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? You would think that over the course of time, that our faith, our, our Catholic teaching, would spread over and over and get bigger and bigger, progressive. It's actually the complete opposite. It's always been the teaching that before the second coming of Christ, there would be a great falling away that many once Christian Catholic nations would lose the faith and the numbers would dwindle to a mere remnant. Hence the words of Christ. When the Son of Man returns, will He find faith on earth? And it made me ask the question, In our times, in the midst of so many in the West losing the faith, you think about how many of our own family and our friends used to be once believing Catholics no longer come. In the midst of such a crisis of the faith in America especially, what will protect our faith? What will keep us from becoming like so many who have lost their faith in Christ in our times? And at first, I actually wrote a whole homily detailing, you would have loved it, everything that the church teaches and why we teach it and how we can't be like cafeteria Catholics, you know, picking some things and, and leaving others according to our preferences. But I realized something after I wrote it. I realized that the teachings of the church, the teachings of Christ, no matter how difficult they may be, that's not the problem. That's not the reason that people lose faith. The the reason that people lose faith in the words of Christ Himself is because they've never truly experienced the saving power of the Gospel in their own lives. If you think about it, it's like when a man man falls in love with a woman. right? Marriage becomes the most natural expression of his love. It's like, I love you, so I want to give myself to you completely forever. And marriage is that expression. Well, it's the same thing with our faith. A man doesn't say, I want to get married so I can follow all these rules, right? It's the complete opposite. The rules are expression of the love. Well, in our faith, when we truly assent to everything God tells us to believe through Jesus Christ, through the church, the way that we protect that faith that is given to us, the way we truly receive it, is only if we've experienced the saving power of the gospel of Christ. 
we've truly experienced the truth of Christ in my own life. So it's not something that's forced on me from my intellect, but it flows from the, in, from the deepest part of my being, like someone in love. A uh, priest was giving a talk one time, and a young person asked him, how can I grow in my faith? And the priest's response was very short. He said, fall in love with Jesus Christ. And the young person stood up and said, Father, give me something more practical. And the priest said this. I thought it was such an amazing response. It was just off the cuff. He said, nothing is more practical than finding God, than falling in love in a quite absolute final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything you do. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning. It will decide what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, who you know, what breaks your heart, what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love with Christ. Stay in love with Christ, and it will decide everything in your life. I think that that touches on the very essence of our faith. When you truly experience Jesus Christ and His Gospel, His truth, His love, nothing can break your faith. You stop asking, why do I have to believe this? Why do I have to follow certain rules? And you start saying, whatever you want of me, I will do. I've experienced you. You are God. You are my Savior. What you tell me is right, I will follow. It comes from the inside out. And the Catholics who've most inspired me in my life, majority have been converts. Because Protestants, when they come into the Catholic Church, what happens is they see it with fresh eyes. They come into our church. Many of us were, you know, cradle Catholics. So it's just what we do every week. It's how I was. But when a Protestant comes in, they see in our church what they themselves were missing in their denominations. And there's one woman, I, in a lot of ways, I think she's a, a living saint. She's been very influential for me. She was a Protestant minister married to her, uh, her husband, who was a Protestant minister at her same church where they were raising their children for the past 15 years. So their entire lives are interwoven into, this, into their Protestant denomination, right? Well, at one point, some heavy moral questions were coming up, and she went to try to find the answer to them, and she found that all, all the different denominations around her had different answers to the same, same question. And so she found herself doing something she never thought she did, and she went to see what the Catholic Church taught about it. And she said it was the first time she found not only a logical, truthful answer, but it was rooted in history, and it was all-encompassing. And she said it was so beautiful that she found herself doing the unthinkable, and she started looking at the other teachings of the Catholic Church. And to her absolute horror and amazement, she started to realize that it was true. I mean, can you, can you imagine the situation she would be in at that point as a Protestant minister with her whole family entwined, realizing that the, the church that she had rejected for so long actually held the truths of the gospel? She realized that Jesus Christ was truly present in the Holy Eucharist, 
that Mary from the very beginning of the church was always seen as an intercessor. That the bishops were the successors of the apostles, an all-male priesthood, and that the teachings of the church about human sexuality were not only logical, but very true and really respectful of the human person. So she began little by little to transition into the Catholic Church. She'd come just on weekends to different churches around and watch them. But imagine, like, she's doing this while her family is now going to her old congregation still. And she's sitting by herself on Sundays. And I, when I asked her what was the hardest part about this, about her transition at this time, she said it was two things. One, finally coming to understand that Jesus Christ is truly present in the Holy Eucharist and going to Mass and not being able to receive Him. She said it was a martyrdom every time she stayed in her, in her pew and watched everyone else come up once she really understood that. And she said, secondly, it was leaving everything behind in her Protestant church because she found the truth in the Catholic church. And when she'd go around to talk to Catholics about these very truths, about what happens in Mass, about the Eucharist, about the morality and the theology of our church, she said, I was surprised at how little people cared about it. So at a very definitive moment in this woman's life, she experienced the truth of the Catholic Church. And it transformed her. And she's had to suffer more than many people I've ever met for that truth. But she told me, it's worth it. Because this came from Jesus Christ. This is God's church. What is the answer to the crisis of faith that our country is going through right now, to the falling away of so many Catholics, to the scrutiny and the question of so many of our ancient doctrines. I think there's only one answer. We must fall in love with Jesus Christ once again. We must fall in love with His Gospel, with His truth. I mean, just ask yourself, at what point in your life did you come to see that everything that we do here is real? It's true. At what point in your life did it, did it actually dawn on you that Jesus Christ is God? And that God died for you on a cross to save you from hell? And that He instituted a Catholic church with all of its flaws, with all of its brokenness, as the source of salvation for the world. That He's truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. That every single time you go to confession, no matter what you've done, no matter how far you've fallen in life, in one moment you can have all your sins forgiven through one confession. At what point in your life did that dawn on you? And it changed you. And for the first time in your life, you began falling in love with what used to just be a duty, something you had to get through. That moment must come for everyone at some point if we're going to keep our faith. I mean, I was almost 20 years old before it happened to me.
That's the answer to the crisis of faith in our times. To fall in love with Jesus Christ. To experience once again the power of His gospel. No priest who understands what a priest did is would ever question clerical celibacy. It's an honor and a privilege to give our life, body and soul for the one who gave himself completely for us. No no Catholic who understands what we have in the Eucharist would ever say that it's no different to be Protestant or Catholic. It's an affront to the women like that one who gave up everything to come into our church. No Christian who has truly experienced the saving power of Christ on the cross would ever say that every religion is the same. That there's many ways to God. It's an affront against the sacrifice of Christ on the cross for our salvation, the love of the Father. The greatest power to protect our faith the mysteries of our faith is to fall in love with Jesus Christ. And that's why he went to the cross. That's why every single time we come to church, he gives us his own body and blood, his own heart for us to consume. So that our ascent of faith will never have to be just from the mind, just an act of obedience from the outside in. So that receiving him into us, his love, we might be so seduced to make that faith from the inside out, my whole being laid out before him who gives himself completely to me. There's no more practical way to protect your faith than by falling in love with Jesus Christ. Fall in love with Christ. Stay in love with Christ. And it will decide everything in your life.